Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ask me. Ask Eliza anything. It's time to ask. Ask me all your questions. Leave them in the Instagram just slowly getting dumber. And I know that it's not my fault, like in their society, but also like when you have a baby, like there's, there has to be a chemical name for this. There's, yeah, it's called baby banner. No, but there's definitely they like- say mom brain. Yeah, but that's not like a medical term. Like it has to be like, there's mm-hmm. something because you like soften- like, I was talking about this on stage. Like, I was watching Inglorious Bastards, and like, I never feel bad about a Nazi getting hurt, but there was part of me that's like, oh, these people have mothers. <laughs> we talked about that last time. You talked about the the Willem Dafoe of it all and their mothers, and you talked oh, about the. Can I tell the, you? <laughs> I, fingers. <laughs> yeah, I feel. I, I mean, I have to talk about the lighthouse anymore. I mean, that really made its way into this podcast, but. You know, like I think about death a lot more and I think about, oh my God, yes. Like you're leaving your little baby in this like, what's shaping up to be a pretty horrible world uh, long mm-hmm. after we're gone. But like, I find my, like a, uh, a family friend sent us a gift and on the note card was a little, a picture, like on the station, there was a little picture of a walnut with a squirrel. Aww. And I saved the note card. Because I was like, that squirrel's cute. Like, you see now cute. how moms have kitchens with, like, roosters and pictures of pigs and, like, cheesy stuff. Because you're like, oh, look at the, like, this morning I was like, I'm going to drink out of the mug with the owl on it. Because I feel like a tired owl. Like, there's, like, a mind mush that happens. And you say dumb things like, why don't we show the baby some colors while she's awake? Like, when fucking else would you show any? body anything other than when they're awake <laughs> but like you you showed them and you were like look red or you were just like check this out blow blow your little mind look at these colors i don't know it was something it wasn't even the colors it was like let's feed her while she's awake and yes i guess there's dream feeding but it's just like dumb shit where you're just like or like just driving with noah and like a kid's on his bike i'll be like well he, he should he better be careful like yeah or, whoa, that was a steep turn. Like, just endlessly, I'm, like, turning into my, just endlessly commenting the most banal <laughs> things. Like, oh, it's really, 
I was hoping it would rain. We didn't get any rain today. Like, is it lack of stimulation? Is it my uh, great-grandmother, Noah's step-grandmother, whatever, she calls it moo mind. And I was like, that's gross. But she's right. Mind your business. You'll see. Uh, yeah, is it is it that you're not like with other adults and you're hanging out with a kid and you're just very surface level because all your higher function brain powers are thinking about the baby? I see. I because a lot of women talk about this. They're like, oh my god, like all I do is talk to a toddler all day. I get that. My baby, but my baby's an infant and she sleeps and I have. Uh, I have help here and I have Noah mm-hmm. and I have like meetings and calls and like I did a show the other night. It's just the way that you start to think about things. I don't know if it's out of exhaustion or just a softness, but, and yet I still don't want to see pictures of other people's kids. <laughs> and yet no compassion there. Anyway, just for any other mom out there, uh, you have gotten dumber. It's not your fault. I hear it bounces back. And that is why my bottom of the cob is of the highest intelligence uh, based oh. on a New York Times article forwarded to me by my father-in-law, who is a futurist and brilliant. So here to bring oh, some no. intelligence to the pod. Not just going to be about breast pumps, because it initially was. But I was like, let's give it a rest. Okay. Going to help some people. We are. Hi. <laughs> if I can string together a fucking... <laughs> All right. I'll set you up an easy button that just says break up with them. And I'll hit it with my hoof. <laughs> I am 41 and have a friend that is 28. Yeah. We met through a previous job. We like some of the same things. However, we are in very different stages of life. I'm married with two kids and she is single. The issue is, this is a the woman? intensity. Is 41, the, is the older one a woman? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. So two ladies. The issue is the intensity of the friendship. I don't have the interest, time, or energy to text every day numerous times a day. Also, I really don't have any interest in hearing about her flavor of the week and the ensuing drama that inevitably comes with her poor choices in men. Really? She'll ask my opinion about guys. Right? Isn't that fun? Like, Yes, it's actually my top of the cob is other people's business. Go ahead. (laughs) She will ask my opinion about guys and then literally do the opposite. She also says things like, you are never getting rid of me. We're going to be friends forever, which to me is a little high school. When I have not responded, same data or text, she thinks something is wrong and will call, etc., how do I move her to the one times a week max friend category when she wants to be BFFs for life? You work together? They met through a previous job, so no longer. Oh, you just got to phase it out. And honestly, if you're willing to do this, which most women are not, um, you can, if if she's like, hey, like WTF, like where are you? You could just be like, I'm old and I have two kids. Sorry. Like if you're yeah. willing to just kind of be funny about it, I mean- I feel kind of bad for her because it sounds like she really like looks up to you, but of course doesn't get, even if you were, even if you guys were the same age, like if you have two kids and you're married like that, unfortunately, like friends start to take not so much a backseat, but a lateral seat in some cases, or it could be a backseat. Like you have other things going on, you know, people are going to roast me for this, but at the end of, I don't know why I bring this up, of, of Sex in the City, the movie, remember, uh, what's her name? Samantha was like, men, what did we say? Men, babies, like whatever. We're soulmates. It's like, no, that's your husband and that's your child. I guarantee they take precedent over you. And then you move to London. And now we know, yeah, she ditched out. Yeah, I wouldn't think too much about it. And like, just if she ever accuses you or confronts you, just be like, I only have so many hours in the day and I'm, I have two kids and I'm just exhausted. 
Like, just yeah. say it at that. You don't need to explain it beyond that. I would just answer less and kind of teach her how to treat you. But the truth is you'd be okay if she didn't check in anymore. This does not fulfill you. It is a one-way street. You, as the more mature person, or so you claim, uh, you need to just be okay with not really writing back. You just got to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're even right, you wasted your wish by asking about this. I could I could give you so much advice. You got to be okay with it. And that's my answer. Yeah. I stop replying. Yeah, I mean it doesn't take the that much gas to be like LOL, but yeah, hearing you've left that phase of life so it's really difficult especially cuz you already know the truth and for her she's so in it. It's so life altering and you're like, dude, just don't text him back. You don't want She's never going to listen to you. And it's not about listening as much as it is like you just don't have the time. Yeah. If you were both like single and 28, you'd have all the time as I do. So point her to, toward this podcast. That's what you do. You send her a link to this podcast and be like, this girl in LA has all the time in the world for your drama. Just give us context. Yeah. Have her send us what's up with these flavors of the week. Yeah. If you, rec- if you refer two friends, you get a free lipstick. <laughs> Trying to think of like an MLM thing. All right. A legging. A legging. Just right. one. Okay. <laughs> Just half. Safe to say everybody loves bread, but everybody doesn't eat bread as often as they would like to because of bread guilt, right? Health concerns, carb fear mongering. I mean, if we could, we would eat toast sandwiches made of toast, nice layer of sandwich bread on the top, toast in the middle, and wash it down with a nice glass of bread. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. You should feel good when you eat bread. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and it's high in fiber, which is what you want. Hero Bread is delicious and flavorful, and it's soft and it's fluffy, so it puts you right back there, you know, years ago, eating your favorite sandwich before we were afraid of wheat. And they have something for everyone. They have sliced bread loaves, they have buns, they have tortillas. Don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code ELIZA at checkout. That's ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use ELIZA at H-E-R-O dot C-O. It's hard to take care of your hair when there's, quite frankly, too many options. Of course, you're skeptical. Everything promises to give you all the answers you ever wanted that genetics couldn't give you. But when pros says custom, they actually mean it. It's no gimmick. Your formula couldn't exist without you. Every bottle of pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. I love that pros goes in depth. I mean, they asked me my zip code to understand how the water in my area affects my hair. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love the results that they're offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash askaliza. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash askaliza for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash askaliza. There was definitely a time where my closet was crammed to the gills with every skort, gaucho pant, crop top I'd worn for the last 20 years. And there comes a time in every adult woman's life where you realize you want less clothing at higher quality. And a great way to do that without breaking the bank is upgrading to high quality affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of simplistic pared down items, but I like to keep it stocked with key 
luxury essentials that I know I'll wear time and time again, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. I'm a big fan of their washable stretch silk palazzo pants. I don't have time to be caring for silk like I do my children, so it's nice that I can just wash it, and it's a versatile pair of pants that I can wear out for an evening or just out with friends. The best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Eliza. Jules says, I have a comment I really, really want you to see. I was just listening to an old podcast, episode 111, A Dusting of Thanksgiving to be exact. And Eliza (laughs) talked about thinking of holidays and people in terms of colors. I'm 97% sure she has synesthesia. It's a neurological condition that affects the way your senses interact with each other. I am a synesthete. And we also both have February 22nd B-Days. Anywho, I'm rambling. I hope you see this and look it up and talk about it and see if I'm right or if either of you have heard of this before. Thanks for such a great listen. Okay, it's not. A, now, I don't have a disorder. Synesthesia. S-Y-N. It's not a disorder, but it's... That's what I she don't said. I don't think you have it. Well, it's... Did she say disorder? She said something about... Uh, no, she said a are, neurological condition. Ne- okay, neurological condition is definitely <laughs> code for disorder. That's like you have a walking condition. Like that's... No, if it's a condition, it means it's conditional, meaning... There's something else to be said. Synesthesia, S-Y-N, is it synespia? How do you spell it? Yeah, S-Y-N-E-S-T-H-E-S-I-A. I only ask because Google like didn't fill it in. It's where you hear music, but you see shapes. This is making me sound like I'm a genius. I promise it- you <laughs> it's not. Or when you hear a word, this is like people who can count very high in their head. It comes into effect with like numbers and letters a lot. Like people have numbers. One number will always be brown or something uh, like, yes. like that. I definitely, yeah. definitely do not have that. That never even occurred uh-huh. to me until just now as much as I want to pretend that like, ooh, I've got a neurological function that makes me different. Uh, it's It was just two groups of people in high school. Uh, and I guess people I think of as representative of color groups, specifically black mm-hmm. and white and separate water fountains. No, as like color groups. Like it is Black History Month. Jody is like burnt orange. White. No, no, but also she's very tan. But to me, she's burnt orange and brown and bronze and like that color family. Mm. It's not and it's not every person, but some people have like a color vibration. And it's not, I'm not reading your aura. I'm very normal. There's nothing special about, other than my comedy, about the way that, like, my cognitive snore mm. as I, like, fall asleep. Anyways. <laughs> I I do see people as animals, so I don't know if that's a thing. Often. Like, who's, what? what's Jody? She's not an animal. But oh, because she lot of people, has a color palette. She's a color palette. Uh, I actually, I think of a fox when I think of her. I think of you as like a little baby orca because you're very white and your hair is very dark. You're very black and white. Um, some people get animals. It just depends. Does Noah have one? He's a smoky husky. Oh, right. There we go. Yeah, and Tian well, Fu is a baby beluga whale. My dog is a whale. <laughs> she is. Anyways, I don't have your thing. We are not the thing. Although you sound way cooler than I do. That's a cool thing to say. Like that, I'm sure there's some power that comes with it. Like you can hop on one foot for a very long time or something or do fractions. Yeah, I wonder if 
if it makes like memorizing or retaining information easier. Like people, I would want the like, uh, what is it? Autodidactic. Oh no. Memory. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking mnemonic devices. Yeah. The one where you can like, like Michael Scott, like has like a really long way to remember people's names. You just look and be like, yeah. I can read you that whole page. Yeah, you could take that on the road. You could make $15 a show at a corporate gig. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to make that cash. Make that orange C, red A, yellow S, pink H. Okay, another week and we need an update from you on this because a listener says, Hi, Ask Liza crew. Welcome to the Sweet Baby Girl. I have a question. I don't want to impose. I know you don't want to show pictures of the baby's face, but I really want to know if she has Smokey Husky's eye color. Is it still blue this week? They are still blue. I know you don't want to pose, but I really want to know, is your baby ratchet? Like, is she jacked up? I think I always thought when like a celebrity wouldn't show their kids, like in an age where a lot of celebrities were, I was like, oh, something happened to that kid. Um, And then it's like, no, they were fine. They were just being private. Uh, Her eyes are still blue. They're now open a lot more. I think they're getting a little lighter. They are not the same as his. His are like... Piercing, piercing pools of future a future uh but they are blue i so far they're similar to my color which is unremarkable and nothing to write home about other than the fact that they are blue which is exceptional kick it eliza and emily i am reporting a diarrhea story that is utterly shameful may the world forgive me <laughs> i went to the laundromat today my stomach started hurting and I was like, oh no, this oh. is just the beginning. <laughs> the stomachache came in waves. The laundromat doesn't have public restrooms. What? And then next door to the sandwich shop. That's so gross. Sandwich. That the place where your underwear gets clean doesn't have a bathroom, but the place where you eat is like, yeah, load out right here next to the deli meats. Ordered a sandwich, used the restroom, nothing eventful. Went back to the laundromat, <laughs> folded two thirds of my laundry. Went back to the sandwich place to use the restroom. Couldn't wait until I got home. I went in this time. There was urine on the floor. And then I was like, no, but I really had to go. Brutal diarrhea. Wait. I was like, great. When did you eat the sandwich? While you had diarrhea? (laughs) You went in. in You had the wherewithal and the rectal control (laughs) to be like, I have diarrhea. I'm going to order and eat a a club. She went and ordered a sandwich to get to go into the bathroom. Went in the bathroom. Nothing came out. But she ate. So wandered off. That hot roast beef melt. That's that mushroom Swiss vegan tuna melt. Oh. Uh, <laughs> really had to go brutal diarrhea. I was like, great, it's gonna be a bathroom day. Wait, and then I tried flushing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This person tells the story horribly. Also, <laughs> I don't know how many fans I lose because I just like shit on them. No pun intended. Um, how do you know it's brutal diarrhea if you haven't gone to the bathroom? I think now she is because then it says that I tried flushing, tried twice, no tools to help the toilet out. I don't know what to do. There's two people working there. They had a line. I thought maybe I should say when you're done, your bathroom is an issue. Instead, I didn't say anything and went back to the laundromat to fold towels. And did they come in? Did they follow you in? (laughs) I felt like I did something illegal. They follow you in with pitchforks and plungers in hand. Like get her. I walk out of laundromat. I almost get to my car. They both come out of the <gasps> shop and start shouting, flushing. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, Thanks a lot. My God. I mean, God. they didn't come over to me or anything. They were just shouting in the parking lot. I could just feel they knew it was me. I decided I'm never wearing the hat or the jacket I had on today ever again. My jacket's super broken anyway. Then I feared my soak would start rumbling again. I rushed home for some Pepto. I'm probably not going to leave my house the rest of the day. 
My dad passed away in November no. in the quiet of the laundromat. I got so teary-eyed. I oh felt my God. so angry about losing my dad. I really didn't care that their toilet wasn't working. I didn't vandalize their bathroom. It's the most angry dump I've ever experienced <sighs> in my life. I feel kind of criminal. <laughs> I'm sorry I interrupted at all because that took such a sharp turn. <laughs> the turn of somebody confronting you. That means you destroyed their toilet. <laughs> Or even if you, like, even if you just didn't flush, like, they came out and screamed about it. You took a grief dump, (laughs) which is so fraught with raw emotion. Look, I mean, it's like something out of, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm. If you yelled back, like, the toilet was broken. It was probably broken before you got there. You did your best. I... Oh, my God. You're like, the zipper was broken. You got to get it together. You got to grief... You got to grieve your father properly, fix your fucking zipper, go back to that laundromat in a, in a wig, <laughs> never <laughs> go to a laundromat that has a toilet, but also like, I'd never thought of it this way, but I've definitely done like an anger dump. You know what I mean? Um, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. If you want to make it up to them without touching a turd, go on Yelp. And write nothing about the sandwich and be like a few days ago and use a fake Yelp name. Do not use your name unless you really want to purge yourself of your dump and your secret. And just be like a few days ago and, you know, tell the story as beautifully as you told it here. Be like, (laughs) I went there, I purchased a sandwich. Hopefully you didn't use a credit card so they can't like find your name because people will do that. And just be like, I took a dump. The toilet didn't flush. They came out and yelled at me. I want to apologize right here. Your toilet was broken. I didn't want to be rude. You guys seem busy and tell you to fix your shit. So I'm sorry. It was me and it wasn't working and I didn't know how to handle it. That's what, and I would love to see that. Please do that. Has anyone ever, like I've never had a toilet issue and been like, I should tell somebody, no, you want to escape in the dead of night. You don't want to tell a soul. It's, it's very a human. Between you and whoever enters the bathroom next. And I'm telling you something right now, as a pregnant person, there's definitely been times where like you go to the bathroom and it doesn't flush because you like really <laughs> unloaded and it does take a minute and they may have flushed it again later and it was fine. Like that's always the thing of like, why is it not doing this with pee? Okay. I think you will feel better if, cause you're not reviewing them. You're like doing a mea culpa mm-hmm. anonymously. That's what you should do. <laughs> Make sure you say it wasn't cause of their sandwich. I already yes. had diarrhea and then I ate the sandwich and that didn't contribute. But make sure to use the phrase their sandwich and my diarrhea often and next to each other. So people get the subliminal message that you did get <laughs> <laughs> gorilla diarrhea. From their sandwiches. <laughs> Unless it's a chain. Who cares? You gotta go somewhere else. Oh, man. Oh, man. You'd be like, and the name of the review should be, I made my own foot long. And people will be like, oh, you can customize your foot long? Like, in a way. <laughs> like, maybe don't. Sorry. <laughs> I know it wasn't a question, but it just always gets me. I always have to share those tales. That's a great one. Blumpkin Corner. It's so good. All right. You know what? This is a show for smart, a lot of graduate students, a lot of nurses. We got intelligent people listening. Children, monkeys. Hmm. 
Mm. Hi, Eliza, Emily, and little pink tree frog. <laughs> I'm a burnt out teacher. I'm in my ninth year of teaching, currently teaching French, and my students are checked out or they have no idea how to function as a human being. The pandemic hit and school went virtual. Last school year was tough, but this one feels like the stupid smash cake people get their one-year-old just so they can watch the baby destroy everything that resembles a cake. I'm up for a career change. It's time. I've wanted out for a while now, and the pandemic has sealed the deal. That's sad. Sorry. I've been applying for jobs like it's my job, but people see my education degrees, yes, plural, two bachelors and one master's, and tell me I'm well-suited for the classroom. I know this, but my skills are laid out in my resume that show I'm capable of more than just teaching French to high schoolers. My actual question, what's a good way to sell myself to potential employers? Thanks for all you do. That's from Scott, not our Scott. Scott, I don't know, but here's what I do know. Go to France. (laughs) Go teach Mm, English in France. But he doesn't want to teach anymore. It will be different there. Go to like French Polynesia. Like go somewhere where people speak French and they need to learn English. No, but you know where you what can you make no. good money. What do you mean no? No. He doesn't want to teach anymore. Okay. No, he doesn't want to teach. hospitality. All right. If you know other languages. There you go. You can do well in like hotels, like fancy hotels. Here's what I want to know. I'm assuming your master's is in teaching. And so I just... Who's like looking at your resume and they're like, pass, you are too well-suited to be a teacher. What you really should be doing is staying well-suited for teaching. Like that's not up for you to say, you know, I mean, I, I think I would imagine in the interview, if you even get that far, which is great if you are, because they're telling you you're well-suited for teaching, emphasize like leadership skills, organization skills, like the creativity and go somewhere else where I mean, I don't know. Do you really just want, want nothing to do with the French language? Fucking take off. Get some free health care. Live in a, on a vineyard as a vine boy. Have someone know. else look at your resume or pay someone who does that for a living to update your resume and your LinkedIn. My friend did it. Wait. Just got a ton of job offers. You can have someone look at it and actually amend it to the current 2022 job market. I love robots and Mars. There you go. Also, yeah, I mean, blockchain. Yeah. Uh, also, one thing that you said, you're like, I've been applying for jobs like it's my job. Is this a buckshot of applications or are you being specific? Like, mm. are you just like, I will take anything? Remember, this is your future and you should be precious with it. So I would sit down and I would say, where do I see myself in five years? What do I really want to do? Because you might really love teaching and you might be like, you might be sad if you don't do it. Maybe... Because I don't know if you'd be burnt out if you could be in a classroom. Nobody wants to teach over Zoom. The amount of pressure that we put on teachers to be like gun handlers, COVID administrators, martial arts experts, it's too much. So I wonder if it were a, a different country, a more chill environment, a different state. Think about what you want and then only apply to jobs like that. Don't just apply to anything to get out because in this case, could be better the devil you know. Although that devil uh-huh. seems pretty awful. That devil manages yeah. a sandwich shop next to a laundromat and something horrible just happened there. Bonjour. Um, bon voyage. Mm, merci. Hello, I'll love the show. It's the only one I've consistently listened to. Kind of random, but when Eliza told her birth story, she said that she brought her gua sha tools to the hospital and I must know if she actually used them. I did. Okay, so in my mind... <laughs> While pushing? No. No, that was just grinding my fingernails into the rails on the bed. Um, 
I asked a friend, I also, this is for anyone who is pregnant. I straight up to the, like the five women I allow into my life. I was like, I asked a friend, I was like, I only want to hear your birth story if it's good. And she was like, I had a great birth. And she put it in my head that mine could be great. And I gave that advice to a friend. I was like, tell people you're only up for him because people, I want to talk about this on stage. The peanut gallery, like the internet comment sections will always tell you horrible things. But when you actually open up to other women, they're there to sort of agree with you. If you're like, you know what? I don't have a birth plan. They'll be like, that's great. Just go with God. If you said it to the internet, they'd be like, you fucking idiot. I hope your child gets ripped away from you. So just be careful about who you let access your energy. Um, yeah, my friend Mary Louise was like, I had a great birth story. We checked in. I think she did it naturally. She's like, we watched movies all day. I pushed, like, it was the best day. Obviously it hurts, but like, that's what put it in my head that like, I could have fun. So we watched a ton of The Office. I was in and out of sleeping and pain meds, but you know, I remember some of it. The morning I woke up, so we went at 8 p.m. So the next morning, you have to brush your teeth and everything in bed because you can't use your legs. But I had some time and I was like, I'll just move the fluid around in my face. I also brought makeup thinking I would do it at some point. No, because we had to keep the room at 72 so the baby wouldn't freeze and you're just dripping with like your hospital <laughs> gown open. Who cares? I guess the women that do the makeup, it's more like if you're there for a day or two or if you give a fuck or maybe if you had like a C-section, you have the time to do those things because I have a friend that got her hair blown out. Look, it depends. If your baby's really warm. Yeah, it depends on the kind of woman that you are. I did the gua sha just as like a way to make myself feel a little bit better sitting there. Never got around mm -hmm. to the makeup though. <laughs> didn't care. Uh, but yes, no. I did just that morning. And then I didn't start, I mean, through the contractions, but we didn't start pushing until 10 p.m. that night. So we're talking like 11 a.m. Just a nice little way to feel hydrated and tight. Have you gua sha the baby yet? Or all her face fluids good? Her face fluids are good. I will say the second she came out of me and they put her on my chest, she was crying, of course. You want them to cry. But then I started rubbing her like little third eye, which apparently is a thing that you should do to like soothe babies. And I did it intuitively. And so now sometimes I trace her face and I rub her little third eye. Aww. Turns out she does not like it when she's feeding. And I thought about that because like I'll go to like rub her little hands or something. If you think about it, too much luxury is kind of gross. Like if I gave you your favorite meal and I also was rubbing your shoulders while you were eating it, <laughs> right? It's like two awesome things together. Like, oh, wow. I, you know, like you love sex and you love your mom. Put them together. That's horrible. <laughs> too or is she already <laughs> as a bunch of a wolverine when eating as you are? And so she's like, get away from me. I'm yes. Eating. Yes. And can I tell you, like if... Because the babies can't see the reason, this is whatever, the reason your nipples get darker when you're pregnant is so that the baby can see it like a target. Yeah, it's not just oh. to make you feel bad about yourself. If for some reason she stops or I pull her away, immediately loses her mind and then can't find it and they thrash their heads back and we have to grab their head and put it on and this is the noise she makes. Ready? <laughs> if the nurse is holding her, she will like thrash her head against her boob. And the nurse is like, there's nothing for you there. <laughs> Just gnashing it. So yeah, she is like a, a little werewolf. A voracious eater, as am I. And I'm like watching her. I'm like, I get it. It's never enough. She always needs two bottles. She's hungry and I get it. <laughs> Eat up. <laughs> okay, anonymous. 
My step-siblings keep forgetting my son's name. It's happened multiple times with multiple step-siblings that I need to fill in his name in conversation or just correct them all together. Granted, he's a pandemic baby, so I haven't seen him that much, but still, it's awkward and kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Any ideas of how to respond next time? Funny one-liners, put an air in their shampoo bottle? Uh, No, don't do that because that's illegal. <laughs> that's assault. Uh, does your kid have one of those weird names that's like a fake anglicize, like Grexton? Like mm. where like it's not, the connection isn't, what's your kid's name? How old are these? You're leaving out so much. In fact, I'm like, we can't answer this. How, how often are you talking to them? How old are these siblings? You said step. Does this have to do with any animosity toward a parent? And what's the kid's weird name? What you can do is when they're like, and how's Jillston? Jackston? Jackston. You'd be like, yep, it's Jackston. And they'll be like, no, what is it? You'd be like, nope. It's Jackson. I'm not going to tell you until you remember it. And mm. then they'll feel bad. But I need to yeah. know more info. So please circle back about your son, well, Braxton Hicks. Let's say it's friends where Christina Applegate doesn't know Emma's name and thinks that Phoebe is named Emma. And they're just flighty. They're just like, I don't know. No, we need I more mean, info. I need more info. I need to know how often you're talking right. to these people. I, let, me, let me say this. There are friends who have spouses. There are fr- friends of my husband's. I have no, I've met them so many times and and, it just, and I know that I don't remember their names and sometimes it just doesn't stick. Sometimes when I'm auditioning, there are some, I always think it's the mark of a well-written line if it sticks to your brain because it sounds authentic. Sometimes there are just lines that like just refuse to be memorized because they're fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sometimes there's just a disconnect. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet while introducing Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, and they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable, and it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute, and when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Eliza, I grew up in a home where we never did activities or spent time together. So now that I'm an adult, I love creating traditions with friends, i.e. superb owl parties. Oh, it's a, it's a what we do in the shadows reference. It's a Super Bowl party, but they thought the superb owl was coming. Right. He never, he never showed Formal dinners on obscure holidays. Do you have any <laughs> traditions you're excited to share with your little one? Ooh, I love formal dish, uh, formal dinners on obscure holidays. Oh, that was hard to get out. This would be one of those weird lines. You know, Noah's family, and by family, I mean his mom, makes a big deal out of birthdays. Mm. 
I think for boys too, for some reason in our culture, like we think it's like not manly for guys to care about birthdays or it's weird when they do past a certain age, which to a degree it is, but like they always come over or bring a gift. Like she doesn't miss birthdays. And I like that. Not that, not that I grew up like a Jehovah's Witness and there was no birthday, but yeah. And also my mom doesn't live here, but Nancy makes a big deal. So I like that. Like anyone's birthday, like we had his stepdad's dinner. Like there's something special there. Uh, Mm -hmm. I guess not. I guess, I guess it's like, if you go into it, like we're going to do this and then life gets in the way. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess it'll be cool to light candles on Hanukkah. Are you going to do, you're going to do tooth fairy, right? Is that? I've told you guys that one time my mom left me like a hand, like a bunch of dimes and glitter under my pillow. And that was a cool thing to see as a kid. I think it's less about deciding what you're going to do and more about how you're going to do it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're all excited for Halloween. But yeah, I can't. I, I guess the only tradition we have, because my family's so small, is we do a cousin's picture every year at Thanksgiving. So what, <gasps> is she going to be in the next one? I think she should be. She's a cousin. You know, so what started out as just me and my brother and my cousin, Brett and Harley, then became like me and Noah and Brett and Harley and Ben. Then he had his girlfriend. Then now they're both engaged and married. So it kind of grows every year. And I think that's kind of cool. Like we have them going back to like, I don't know, 2005. So that's what, like 50 years ago? I don't know. And just seeing. Yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, I. Maybe like showing them like the punk rock thing of like, we don't celebrate, like you can say it for New Year's Eve, but like we'll go out for Chinese food the next night, like being anti, like dumb things that are overpriced and expensive. Well, and you're going to, you do Christmas and Hanukkah. So that's really exciting for a kid. Yeah. She gets to have Christmas with her, with her grandma, but I, I still think a Hanukkah bush is like a bridge too far. That being said. No, but I bought the candles. We'll do the Hanukkah candles. I did buy a lavender bush for Christmas and I put a string of LED lights in it and I still have that bush. It is in the shape of a Christmas tree. That's as close as this Jew's getting, but I will decorate my house with Christmas ornaments. I think if it's shaped like a Christmas tree, it's just a Christmas tree and not a bush. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's light green and now it sits in the window. I don't know. The answer is mm. I'll probably be too exhausted to do anything. We'll see. But we are excited for there Halloween. Go. Gotta have a dope costume for Halloween. You got to start thinking now. Maybe I'll go as Do Noah. Do you want to do parents and baby together? Yeah. Group costume or just baby and whatever's the cutest possible one? What if baby goes as Tianfu, Tianfu goes as baby? <gasps> we thought about that and we thought Noah and I could go as each other, but the truth is we already own the same clothes. <laughs> like we already only wear black and t-shirts and hoodies, so... I told you about that. Your clothes will just be too baggy and his will be too tight. I told you about that. I bought this pair of like black cargo pants to wear when I was pregnant and I couldn't and they were brand new and expensive and I couldn't find them. And Noah's like, I don't know where they are. And it turned out he had been wearing them and he didn't realize he was wearing his wife's pants. Just a testament to how thick I am and how big he is, but how big I was anyway. (laughs) The answer is, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Eliza and Emily. I'm getting married this September and no, I will not be wearing a veil or garter. Fuck yeah, at a girl. I live in BC, Canada and the current public health orders in our province are crazy strict and do not allow dancing at weddings. What? I'm hoping, <laughs> right, like you're allowed to have a wedding, but you can't dance. Are you sure <laughs> this isn't the plot to Footloose? Okay. I'm hoping things will get better by September, but I'm worried that there still might be strict restrictions in place. 
I wanted to see if you had any fun or creative ideas for entertainment besides dancing. We're going to have lawn games like cornhole and giant Jenga during cocktail hour, but I feel like we will need something else for later in the evening. I want my guests to have a fun time and I open to any and all ideas. My fiance and I can't wait to see you in Vancouver two days before our wedding. Thanks for your advice. P.S. You're both invited to attend. Let's, thank you. Uh, let's hope that the ordinances change. So wait, you can have teams and play cornhole, but you can't drink. writhe on the dance floor. Can you? I'm not even joking. Like section off the dance floor so everyone gets like two cubic feet to themselves. Uh, it is, and what if you're married? Like you're already near that person. Why can't they dance? Like I would look into that, into the semantics and I would figure out a way to do it. Can you do a conga line? Yeah, is it about that they're close, that they're breathing? And if that's the case, how come, like you're saying, you can drink and talk? I would look into that. Ow, I have a headache. Yeah. Um, instead of dancing, Jesus, I mean, just- Everybody's drinking. Also, having the games. Uh, who's enforcing this? Like the dance police? Like, so what is it? Can you have music? Yes. Can you have alcohol? Yes. Can you have people? Yes. So is it that- you can't move in a rhythmic way. Like define dancing. And if you start to do a dance, is somebody like, is the dancing Gestapo going to come out? Who's governing that? I'm not Googling Canada, no dancing wedding. Yeah. Okay. Let us dance, says people in BC. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. All right. Listen, here's what this American's advice to you is. Okay, because we are a country founded on dissent. I'm not positive how Canada came to be. You fucking dance anyway. And you let them know that a comedian with a podcast gave you the go-ahead. Yeah, because maybe it's like you're, you can't like rent a dance floor. You can't do this and that. So just, people could still dance. Just not all in a square together. Okay, so don't put down a dance floor and people will do exactly, a makeshift yeah. dance floor. Okay, so you don't rent some wood. Tell people to come barefoot and dance in the grass. That's fun. Well, and it's an indoor mask mandate. So that this article is like indoor masks and no dancing. So it sounds like they're okay. outside because they have like Great. lawn games. Great. So outside. Sounds fine. Just let people dance in the, tell them to wear good shoes, but don't say, don't write dancing anywhere. Don't let the police get you. Uh, tell people to bring comfortable shoes or be ready to go barefoot and be like, if you're comfortable, we're going to have rhythmic body moving. Anyways, you're dancing outside, you're fine. And you know what? No one's going to stop you because that person is an asshole. So don't worry about it. But, you know, yeah. I also would say you also have to be cognizant of like vaccines and what are those requirements? I don't want to tell people to go get COVID. I'm assuming everyone is tested and vaxxed and it's, they can go into it with their eyes open and mm -hmm. mask if that's something that you guys do. Um, that's it. Very weird. It's fucking weird. I am part of a blended Wait, family. Sorry. Do you remember when at the beginning of COVID, I remember it was Eric Garcetti, they were like talking about ways to not spread it. This is before everybody, this is when nobody wanted to wear a mask and like all these doctors were like, if you just wear a mask, it'll be fine. And nobody did it. I remember that. I remember like a physicist talking about how far germs go and people were like, this is dumb. And it's like, dude, we could have really headed this up. But it was like, they said like no woodwind instruments. <laughs> Like when governments get very specific, yeah. like how North Korea has like 12 haircuts you can pick from. It's like, all right, <laughs> this is weird. Right. Yeah, look that like, up, folks. Well, we want some control. So just no, no moving excitedly because then more breath chunks are going to come out. No grinding. 
<laughs> Line dancing is fine. No grinding. No tootsie roll. I am part of a blended family. My dad and stepmom got married in 2018. There are 13 kids between them. Five from my dad, eight of hers. When they got married, I was 23, just out of college and moved back home and had a really good relationship with my stepmom. Let's call her Liv. Liv and I used to have really good conversations, bonding, all around good times. I had the same kind of relationship with a few of her kids. Others, not so much. Recently, those relationships have been lagging off. My step-siblings don't speak to me or my siblings or reach out unless they absolutely need something. I live in the same city as some of Liv's kids, and recently she made a trip out to see them. While she was here, she didn't reach out that she was in town, didn't ask to see me or my family. I actually messaged her that I heard she was in town from my dad and that I would have loved to see her, but I was sick and would hopefully see her soon. I'm hurt and upset that she didn't say that she was in my city for a week or reach out in any way. Do I say something to her, to my dad, complain about it to my husband, try to let it go? Any help is appreciated. Thank you and congrats on the birth of Sierra May. Thank you. You were sick. Is there a world where she knew you were sick? Doesn't sound like it. Uh, It's weird. And I think you can nip this all in the bud by calling her just to say hi and be like, just toss it out there. Be like, I was sick when you came to visit, but I was bummed. I didn't get to connect with you. You know, like, look, she has eight kids and I don't know how many of them live in your city. And she probably only had so much time. It's such a pure place that you're coming from where you're like, you know, it's weird you didn't even tell me. She's probably just visiting, thinking it is a little weird and unmotherly to be like, these kids, yeah. not that one. Um, or it's like the Friday that she had free, she had to work, whatever. I'm sure it wasn't personal. I think maybe you're building up something in your mind that doesn't exist. I also think it's not the worst. Why don't you, why don't you reach out, then you'll really know your answer. Reach out to those kids and be like, hey guys, we haven't seen each other. You want to do a game night? Do you want to meet up? I don't know what city you live in. You know, meet up for drinks. Does anybody want to go to dinner? And you'll see by the, and pay attention. Does somebody maybe do it all on the thread? Like, does somebody not respond? Does somebody, you know, is somebody enthusiastic? Is somebody like, can't, busy? Pay attention to the way they answer that. Um, But as far as, She goes, I would call her and be like, hey, I just want you to know I love you. And I was sad you didn't reach out. Don't come from a place of anger. Give her a chance to say like her reason. Because hopefully what Uh she'll take away from it is that you love her and you want to see her. It's never a bad thing. Um, Just come from like a nice place. Not like Uh an accusatory one. That's what I would do. Because ultimately you were sick. You couldn't see her anyway. But it would have been nice if she reached out. That's what you're saying. You just felt left out. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I feel left out all the time. Yeah. It's cool. Hey, AIA team, longtime fan, listener from the beginning. I'm needing some advice that piggybacks off of a question from last week, writing down soda names. That was the episode, not the question. It was a woman that moved to be with her boyfriend in the military. Yes. They've been together three years. I remember that. Okay. Well, well we should recap I'm, it. Sorry. Okay. I'll recap. Uh, she is. Okay, you go. You'll recap? No, you do it. I'll be here. She's ready to get married and start a family, but he isn't. And yeah, she so moved to she, a military base to be with him. And every time they bring up marriage, he's like, yeah, I'm totally on the same page, but he's like not ready to do it. And she's like, how long do I wait? And we're like, don't, you already did enough. Goodbye. And she started a business. Okay. Okay. I am in a similar situation with my boyfriend, 40. I am 34. We have been in a relationship for almost three years. We lived together, moved in seven months ago. 
We talk about a future together, getting married, having children. When we discuss these things, we seem to be on the same page about wanting to get married and have children. But when I begin having conversations about them, he brushes off the topic, saying soon, or why are you rushing things? Anything except actually talking about when he would be ready. Wait, I'm sorry. Who's 40? Her or him? Him. Ugh, man child. And you're 34? Mm -hmm. All right, keep going. I'm at the point where I want to move our relationship forward. I want to get married and start a family. He gets very upset and just says he's scared and anxious. He doesn't want to get divorced or something to happen to us. When I ask what he's scared of, he only says things like a million things, never anything specific. I've been trying to talk about these things for months now. Now I'm kind of out of patience without any communication from him. I don't want to give him a... I don't want to give him an Moo ultimatum. Moo mind. Moo mind. I agree with the advice you gave her. I'm not trying to and do not want to convince someone to marry me and have a life with me. But when I bring this up, he says he wants to be with me and wants to have those things with me. He just needs time, an unmeasurable amount of time to get over his anxiety, which when he says that makes me feel like shit. Yeah. I don't know how long to give him. I want to respect his wishes and give him what he needs, but I also want my feelings to be acknowledged and validated and have some better communication. How long do I wait to give him time to think? I feel like he's had the time. You're already dead. Nothing has come yeah. from all his thinking. You're already dead. Thank he, you. He's not thinking about it. He likes the way it is yeah. now. And like in theory, he'd like to do these things, but it's like in theory how I'm going to learn French and get like super thin. Like it's not going to happen. So I'll probably get thin, um, but not super thin. I don't think that's in my genetic structure. So you were together for three years and you've been living together for seven months. Mm-hmm. It's You've given him so much time and... Look, you you said you want to get married and have kids. This These are the years to do that. Uh, it's no secret. It just gets more difficult the older you get. So he is wasting your time. He's not being respectful of your time. You are not on the same page. He is acting like a man child. He is fine to waste your time because guess what? He is getting everything he wants in the meantime. Uh-huh. And you don't want to be with somebody who can't see that. Now, he can open his eyes to it and do a 180. How many times have you said do a 360? Not realizing that it's just back where you were. Um, so you, it's not about the ultimatum as much as you have to be prepared to leave. But mm-hmm. I feel like you won't. I feel like a lot of girls are like, so I just kind of stuck around. Are you willing to do this for three more years? You know, as far as his anxieties, I think it's worth exploring and be like, we need to sit down. I do need to talk to you. You can be very understanding. Are his parents divorced? You know? You don't not get married. First of all, of course you're going to get divorced. Everybody gets divorced, but it doesn't have to be so bad. Um, we all have anxieties, but to let it cripple you, and I don't even think it is. I think he's just being a man child. I think he's being a baby. I would look at his past, his parents, what he comes from, and if he, you should make, you should quell his anxieties. He should feel better with you. If the thought of losing you is so horrific, let him know he's about to lose you. So his nightmare is about to come true. Giving him more time when he's not making any decisions doesn't make sense. It's like if he will not even have the smallest conversation with you, he will not address it. He will not say anything. You can't can't operate like that. If he were to say, look, I'm about to get a promotion. I want to get that. I'm picking something that indicates some step towards that. Fine. Then you give him time. But you don't give him time to keep being like, I don't know. No. He's 40. It's not like he's like 21. uh, And this is just him being immature. So, yeah. I, you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared to take care of yourself and move out. 
you cannot keep yeah. living with him if you cannot keep living with him and expect things to change randomly. You could have a talk with him and maybe you unearth something horrible or something that he is keeping from you emotionally, but you need to be prepared to make a huge change, whether that's in the energy of the relationship, your goals, his goals, or how you're living. But yeah. nothing's going to change the way it is because he has everything he wants. Yeah. Yeah. You get milk that cow, you get free milk, but then your wife gets mere mind. And she I know. I think know. you, this question asker thought they'd get a different answer than the other person. Nope. But no. If there's one thing I am, it's consistent with how inconsistent I can be. But today, I am consistent. Mom. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? What was in Al Capone's vault? Or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay because you can learn it all on the new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carden and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to WikiHole, you'd learn that's the sciency term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or on Apple Podcasts. Hi, ladies. Looking for some advice and a change of mentality. I work full-time, married, mom of two little ones, and I am trying to start a side business making some art pieces. I've got a full plate and I want to do something that is just for me. I just started a public Instagram as a place to show my work and I'd like to eventually open an Etsy shop. The issue is I'm struggling with not feeling like I'm good enough in my work and comparing. I know that's a toxic rabbit hole to go down and can bleed over into other facets of the life. I was wondering if you have some tips on how to avoid that way of thinking and just keep creating and quote, doing you, sending all the love and baby leg squeezes your way. You know, art is deeply personal, but commerce and capitalism, those are not personal things. You didn't say you wanted to make art alone in your garage. You said you wanted to make and sell it. So I think you have to be realistic about what it is you actually want to do. And it sounds to me like what you actually want to do is feel fulfilled in a way that doesn't involve your current job, which I don't think you love, uh, and your kids, which are fulfilling, but it's just, it ticks a different box, okay? So mm -hmm. you, I feel like you're already starting from a place, not so much of dishonesty, but of like, let's keep it real. Like, would you like to have this business, blow it up and be an artist full time? I think the answer is yes. Who wouldn't? Okay, now- do you want a business or do you want a hobby? I watch a lot of Shark Tank. I think there's nothing wrong as long as you don't let it drive you crazy with seeing what's out there. If you are making like splatter paint art, there might be thousands of other people who are also doing the exact same thing. Um, I don't know what your art is. And even if I did know and it was ugly, I wouldn't tell you that because who am I to say that? Um, I've been to a lot of Christmas markets. I've seen a lot of bad art. Um, so I think you need to be real with yourself about what your goals are. And I think you should start creating and see what speaks to you. Don't put anything online yet because the people that like are on Etsy shops, first of all, Etsy is brutal. Like they take a big percentage of that. Like it is not a moneymaker. Well, it is for people like me who own stock in it. But in general, <laughs> I bought some stock in Etsy. Um, it, it, you know, it's kind of like what uh, Uber Eats does to small restaurants. Like it takes a lot of money out of that and, and it's not always the best place. Um, 
I would create and I wouldn't put anything online for a little bit. And I would have a business plan if, if you really do want to sell it. Because you don't want to just like fill an order, send out an order. That's, you know, if you want to make a business out of this, I think there's a lot more that has to do with business than just making the fun art. That's a whole other side of it. And if you want to do it for yourself, don't put it online to sell. And if people love it that much, maybe they'll see your Instagram. But you need to, I can't help you with that. You need to be honest about what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know... You don't want to steal from other people. I'm always interested when I see some like an amazing piece of art that like it never occurred to me. Like, oh, she stitched that into a tree stump. Wow. Think mm. about what feeds your soul. Because right now I feel like you just want to feel fulfilled in another way. So get back to us. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Only you can do it your way unless it's bad art, in which case a lot of people are doing it and nobody needs dick candles. Okay. So, like one person doing it and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Hey, Eliza. And congratulations on the new edition. This might be long, but it's a juicy one. Oh, is so it? So my partner's... All right, fine. What? I don't know. Is it like a diarrhea? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready. So my partner's mother has been staying with us while she looks into buying a new home. Okay. She recently brought up the idea to go into buying a house together in her name. This could actually be helpful to us considering my partner wants to go back to school and would need to cut back on his hours and I could finally finish paying off my student loans so much quicker. Are you okay? Sorry, I almost had a sneeze. Do you know how good it would be for ratings if you died on the podcast while recording? Yeah, whenever anybody... You'd have to figure out how to get the file for me. You'd have to like call my oh. parents and be like, can you go on our computer? I just... And If you could upload. send it today, if you could get that done today... <laughs> I'm explaining Dropbox to them. I'm like, it's it looks like a file icon. <laughs> or we would just release so, my half of the audio and people could improv along with it. So funny. <laughs> this is how the episode went when Emily died. Oof. But we wouldn't even call the episode Emily died. We'd call it, it would be like, like diarrhea sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Please don't die. You're my only friend. My partner's mother has been staying with us. Uh, (laughs) The issue here is that she's been staying with us almost two years and has become very dependent on us, cooking for her, taking care of her dog, cleaning, etc. So now has asked me that if we move in with her, she would want us to stay until she passes (gasps) and she would give the house to us. The reality is that my partner and I are both very young, 24, and would eventually like to start our own family in our own house and begin our lives. But she is very adamant that these are her wishes. I'm very grateful for the offer, but she's now putting us in a difficult position where we would have to sacrifice probably 25 plus years living with her. Yeah, is she, when in reality- Is she sick or is she just like 50? No. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> we that's morbid. on our own within eight to 10 years. I don't know what to do. She's been very dependent on us for so long now that she's made it quite clear she never wants to be away from yeah. us, especially when buying a home. If we decide not to take her offer, she refuses to buy a home and is stuck staying with us anyway. Please help. Oh, she doesn't want to be alone. That's Well, and they're taking care of her dog. They're making her dinner. They're cleaning up after her. I wouldn't want to leave either. No, I mean, it's deeper than that. It's it's not like, oh, someone's taking care of me. Like, she doesn't have anyone. She doesn't have her own thing going on. She doesn't want to be alone. You know, is she... It, it does seem like you that you guys help out a lot. So she's kind of like a kid that doesn't want to move out. I mean, yeah, she's like staying with them. Does she stay rent free? It sounds like it. It sounds like she is unfairly dangling 
a home in front of you, but she's figuring out a way to lock you into it. I think you and your partner, are you married? Just your partner. Uh, no, I think it's just that it's two men. Oh, it's two dudes? And that's why it's partner. Yeah. Oh, okay. God, that's tough. It's so manipulative. So she's been staying it's- with them while looking into buying a new home. Yeah, but and she's it's not. Been she- almost two years. Right. So this, she's not. She's using this yeah. as like, yeah, I promise. Like she's like the, the bum that's like, I promise I'm looking for a job every day. She's got it too good. This is not dissimilar to the 40 year old that's sitting the 34 year old. She's got it too good. Um, and while it is heartbreaking, what she's feeling, it is emotionally manipulative. And there's no law that says you guys can't move and get a new place. You know, it's tough to have your mom like extracted from your home. But I mean, I would just say to her, be like, what kind of talk is that? Like, we want to start our own family in our own home and have our own space. We'd love to live near you. You got to like put those cards on the table. Because that's weird. Well, She's so dealing with something. partner's mom. Right. You got to talk to your partner and he has to lead that charge. That's- yeah, because she's, let's say she is like, they're 24. So what? She's like 50. I don't and know. And she wants them to live with her until she dies. And he's 25 plus years. No, that's, that's insane. Not Unless happening. she's buying like an estate and it's like, fucking get that, get that lawn. It doesn't sound like No, that. this it, is you- toxic. <laughs> This is unhealthy and the way yeah. she has framed it is either either be dependent on me forever or I'm not leaving. And that's not what a mother should do. So he needs no. to talk to her and it might be that you guys are like, we're moving out on the 30th. Let us know your plans. This is not the yeah. first time we've gotten something about like a weird mom. And my heart breaks for her because clearly like there's something missing and maybe the dad died and or she doesn't have any friends and it's this is not the first time someone's been like how do i get my mom to like socialize and meet people i don't know because my parents have like really active social lives does she play sports does she like the internet does she like the dark web are there web? other children yeah you got to does your partner have any siblings bring in the calvary if that's even a term send in the calvary in the form of other siblings call up some of the step siblings from that other girl and be like, get in here. I'm sorry, but you should just be very clear. Both of her options are completely unacceptable. And yeah. your partner has to be firm with this because this is not doing anyone any favors. This is not what a mother does. Yeah. You want to start a life together. You don't need her there forever. Nobody, you're not supposed to live with your parents forever. I well, mean, I am right now in yeah. my parents' home. <laughs> in my childhood You're bedroom. like, and I say that as someone who doesn't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Eesh, that's brutal. You ready for Tom with a Cop? Yeah, I'm fucking ready. It's the Top with a Cop. We're doing it right. Every day. You just take a bite. Top of the Cop. Well, my Top of the Cop was going to be about... Man, okay, I have two tops. Okay, I'm going to lead with the juiciest okay. one. <laughs> okay. It should be a bottom, but it's a top. I broke my toilet seat the other day. <laughs> Sitting on it? It sounds worse than it is because it's like, oh my God, like what did that register on the Richter scale that you broke the plastic toilet seat? The lid, the like the to- the rim and the seat and the lid were down. So I went to lift both of them. I'm sorry, that's not what I meant to do. I only I went to lift one of them, but somehow I grabbed both and think like my mind hadn't, my body hadn't caught up with the fact that that had happened. And I swung my butt around to sit down and I knocked the seat 
Alfred's hinge and it like snapped at the hinge. <laughs> so now my toilet seat's like slightly askew because I broke it with my butt trying to sit too what? fast. Yeah, you were you were having a situation flinging yourself on there. Flinging my ass around. We have cheap toilets in this house and they're like low flow and like not great. And it's like the last thing I feel like changing because it's like, look, if you just swallow, swallow my, <laughs> my dump. <laughs> Kill me. Uh, so I broke my toilet seat. It sounds worse than it is. It's not because of anything I ate. My body, with my body. Okay, give me your top. I'll give you my other top. My top is it's Girl Scout cookie season. Yeah, I saw your post. Getting involved. I mean, you're some thin mints tonight. You're hoarding them in your room because you think someone's going to take them. No, I put a full box of everything out in the family common area and they're already all almost gone. So I have. What box you put out there? Which box you sacrifice? Thin Mint, Tagalong, Samoa, Trefoil, S'mores. I thought that was pretty generous. I didn't know. I think a s'more that's not hot is fucking weird. Sacrilegious. It's like a sandwich cookie. With I like know how a s'more is Oreo made. Oreo goo. I mean, no, the cookie, the cookie, like with, you know, like Oreo cream, but it's marshmallow and chocolate. What's a trefoil? That's that shortbread one. I just hadn't had one in a while. And I was like, you know, what? I don't think it's anyone's favorite. Everybody knows Samoas and Thin Mints are the best. I will say the Samoa chocolate, if you lick the bottom of a Samoa, the chocolate doesn't come off. Do one oh, quick no. lick. Yeah, it's got like a coating. Anyway. Yeah. What's your other top? Here's my biggest issue with Girl Scout cookies. You can't have them when you buy them. You have to fill out a form. Nobody has like a stockpile. Oh. That's the reason I, I wouldn't buy them. I'd be like, I need it now. I need a brand in the hand. <laughs> they yeah they should pre-buy and then come out like when you see them sitting outside of dispensaries and but then stores. you're gonna have a stock issue which an inventory issue which on shark tank a lot of people have too much inventory and they can't get rid of it so it is a gamble but how confident are you in your entrepreneurial skills one time i sold enough so that i got this stuffed dog and i named it samoa and i don't have it anymore and i wish that i did okay great thank you that uh my other top is You know, when people criticize women, you hear this on like Real Housewives a lot or like just in general, where it's like, she's just, you know what? She only, she's got nothing going on. She has nothing better to do than like comment on your life. Like when you're trying to make a girl feel good. And I always thought that was weird because I will talk shit on someone that I don't envy who's just like a loser (laughs) Uh, very quietly. So it's not necessarily having anything to do with me, but I fully felt the sentiment of that statement, being home these last couple of weeks, I find myself very invested in like low-key minor drama of others. Like if Noah gets off the phone with a relative, I'm like, tell me everything they said. And normally like I wouldn't even answer a text. Uh, Or like one of my friends has a friend that's like going through something and I find myself like checking in a lot. Like, how is she? What did she say? Anything else? And then I was like, I have to stop because my intention is not pure. It is just to be entertained. Right. But I get it now. I get how girls that have that low self-esteem or that are mean that do have nothing better to do. I have been that woman for three weeks. Like I've been working, but also like very closed off socially because I can't really see friends because of COVID. So if there Mm -hmm. is a droplet of drama somewhere, I will hamster mouth onto that feeder. Just I just want to hear about it. (laughs) I feel I'm I'm pet. It's a little petty. (laughs) I'm not above it. And neither is anyone else. I appreciate that. Uh, Do you want me to do my bottom so you can do whatever your sad bottom is? Sure. Sad bottom. Mine is, uh, we talked about it abstractly, but it didn't affect me. The car market. Mm. I'm now looking for a car and it is 
tough out there. Used cars are only a couple thousand cheaper than new cars. All the I went to three different dealerships and they were all like, we don't have any stock. There's nothing here. Everything's been bought. You can order something for several months from now. And I was like, what? Like, and we don't have any deals because everybody's buying them. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That's very real. Great. Do, do you need a car? Where are you going? Buy more cookies? What do you need no, a car for? Those online. Just because I'm hoping to move out and start a, start a life soon. Just chill. So I just started the process because I know it's going to take forever. And you I just was like, oh. You don't need a car. You don't need a car. You got Uber. You got your feet. You got a bike. Not going anywhere. I don't. You're not I a person a that. Bike. Well, you can, you're going to go to what? Like Magic the Gathering in the back of a Jello Expo? Like where are you? Like you're not like a person that's like, I'm partying. You don't, you don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> You're fine. Just stay home. No, and be but safe. I want the freedom. Use your parents. I'm assuming Subaru. No, Honda Civic. Do they both have Honda Civics? No, but my dad has a big car, and I will not drive that. Maybe get used to it. Maybe can you look into a tractor, some sort of combine? <laughs> well, everyone in this neighborhood drives um, golf carts. Oh, around the neighborhood. Excuse me. Oh, a little bit of insight. Oh. It- they only started doing that in the last 10 years. They didn't do it when I was a kid. Emily Van Higgins. Excuse me. Um, my, yeah, it is a shitty market out there for sure. Uh, my bottom of the cob is a term that I just found out today. And it's something that we're all, has nothing to do with diarrhea. We're all quasi aware of, but my, uh, my, my stepdad, my um, father-in-law was over and we were talking about this. The term is surveillance capitalism. And he said this to me, and this is a lot of the reason that Facebook has come sort of under fire. Um, I'm going to give you the definition off of Google. Surveillance capitalism is an economic system centered around the commodification of personal data with the core purpose of profit making. Surveillance capitalism. So basically, like we all know that like targeted ads are like there because Emily, like you look at red cars. So here's like redcar.com, right? Whatever. But this is... Not so much that as much as like swaying people's decisions beyond marketing, like making it so that you pick things, like watching you, watching your data, and then like tailoring things to get you to change your mind, to get you to want things that you wouldn't normally want. And this can bleed into like swaying, like political opinions, elections, like access to information. So if you want to shake in your boots a little bit and become like a novice conspiracy theorist, uh, you can Google surveillance capitalism. Um, there's tons of articles on it. Oof. Yeah, there's this woman named Shoshana Zuboff who is a professor emirate at Harvard. And she, I think she wrote a whole book on it and there's an article about it. Um, but it's where in social media companies, I'm reading this, monitor, archive, analyze, and market as much personal information as they can siphon from those who use their platforms. So a lot of, and then you start to realize like a lot of the things that you click on are because they want you to click on them. Like it's not of your own volition, you know, or like Waze will send you, like if you've been Googling like shoes lately, Waze will send you on a way that passes a pay less because pay less paid for that. Oh. Yeah. Or if you're like trying to diet or something, someone might know that and they might pay Google maps or something to send you on a thing that like passes a pizza hut. Yeah, like the things, a lot of things like that appear, it is kind of like your own reality, like are there because somebody put them there hoping you'll click on it. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of big brothery. 
That's why every ad that pops up on my Instagram, I always report it as inappropriate. Fighting the good fight. That's me. One click at a time. I'm going to have to read that. That's interesting and upsetting. In a way, I am that squirrel on that walnut. (laughs) Stand for justice and transparency. Folks, send us in your questions. We're hammering away. We're getting into the year. I got a baby and and, uh, I'm only a little dumb but I'm still smarter than most. So send your questions in to Ask Eliza Anything. Refer a friend. Uh, if your friend has a question or if you have a question about your friend, send in the questions. And DM us on Instagram at Ask Eliza, not Eliza. She will not read it or reply. It happened today and someone like had a question. I'm like, it is in the ad that we wrote like to DM Ask Eliza. I got enough shit going on my own Instagram. Yeah. Come okay, BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Here's a fun exercise. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I bet you nobody would say, um, I'd spend it thinking about things I can't change. I'd spend it having crippling anxiety. No, you'd say like, I'd go for a run or I'd spend time with my hobby or I'd pet my dog's tongue. A lot of us spend our times wishing we had more time. And the question is, what do you want to make more time for? I bet the answer for a lot of people is your friends, your family, relaxing. Well, therapy can help you clear some space mentally so you can find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. Think about therapy like housekeeping for your brain. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You go to betterhelp.com. And you fill out a brief questionnaire and you can get matched with a licensed therapist. No more driving across town. No more stressing out. BetterHelp makes it easy for you to get the therapy that you would like. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza.